Hey everybody and welcome back to SCDC ENT Presents the Age Woman and I am that lady, Miss Nicole. I got an email the other day that asked me what SCDC ENT was and that stands for South Carolina Digital Control because we are located in the lovely state of South Carolina and my husband has a studio that I sometimes use as recording information so I always like to shout out the studio because it's a homegrown thing and I have to be down with where I come from. So that's why I say SCDC ENT presents the aged woman. Shouts out to SCDC Studios in Gaffney, South Carolina. So today I wanted to talk to you ladies about my understanding of how to love a man. How to love a man, how to be with a man, how to be attractive to a man, you know, uh, stuff like that. So for some reason, we have totally forgotten that everything that we do as far as looks and beauty is supposed to be uh, to be appealing to our men. You know what I'm saying? But unfortunately, a lot of men have regular, you know, values and, you know, they don't like a lot of this new stuff. I've, you know, been learning um, usually the rappers, you know, young-minded guys like all this flashy, different kinds of things, you know, that we do now to our bodies and our hairs and, you know, they, they, you know, regular men just like regular women because regular men are like just everywhere you are and they're available like looking at you and staring at you and you can touch them. So, you know, there's nothing wrong with finding some lovely homegrown uh, something special that you could work with and build something with, you know, so you don't have to think that just because I'm uh, in this town, I can't find me a good man because um, there are men out there that will love you and want to get down with you and really got a lot to offer you. You just have to, you know, be in that right mind and be able to see potential. You know, <clears throat> that's another thing that I'm going to talk about too. Um, but when you loving somebody, when you when you to love a man is to be able to see, for one, that that's a man right there. You gotta know you got, and and really in order to even understand what a man is, you really have to have had a good male role model in your life, because a lot of times you women, a lot of y'all, y'all just not gonna get it. You don't understand the protection that a man provides. You don't pro- understand the warmth and the love and the strength that a man provides when he's in his uh, providing mode, you know, because a lot of y'all never had that growing up as a child, you know, so you you don't even realize that, you know, you've been done a disservice not even having that option to have that in your life and to have someone to just care about you and really have your best interest at heart because I'm telling you our mothers I love we I'm a woman so you know I all I'm not talking bad about the mothers but mothers have your mama can't give you everything a lot of things that about you you can only receive that from a man certain qualities that a, a woman needs she can only get that from a man um and and that's by her having a father in her life previously or some type of male figure um, in her life previously and a lot of us just didn't have that you know a lot of us uh, grew up with just a mother and a lot of us were 
uh, told or made to resent our fathers, which we, you know, we do willingly, you know, because we just unloyal as hell, because there's no way that you would even be here had not your father planted a seed in your mother. So if you're loyal to your mother, you should always be loyal to your father, because if you got whatever, the reason why that you're here is because of him. Had he not implanted that seed, you would not be here into your mother. So loyalty is, is, is the first thing that we have to first go back and adapt to. You're never going to really love and have appreciation for, for men in general if you, don't have a, if you don't have a love for your father to a certain extent. I'm not saying that, you know, that our fathers were perfect because Lord knows mine wasn't ever perfect, you know. <laughs> and, I, and I'll make it clear, my father, he did not love me. I loved him. I loved him more than anything in this world because he was my father. Uh, addicted to drugs, left us when I was little, you know, you know, totally just, he loved, he loves, he used to love to brag all the time. My dad used to love to brag to everybody all the time about how I fed the masses. I fed the masses. I made sure lots of people ate. I got all cases, kind of cases of meat and used to give it out to people. And I'm thinking about, wow, this nigga... He's sitting up here talking about how he done gave everybody all kind of food, but we done been hungry. And we ain't had things, and, and we struggled. And you sitting up here bragging and telling me how, oh, you fed the masses. That used to always make me feel some type of way, and it did, and it still made me feel this type of way. Because how can you love everybody else and not care about your kids? You know what I'm saying? But it was the drugs. My dad got turned out on crack when crack was in back in the day. So it wasn't that I didn't have no dad. You know what I'm saying? And despite all that, you know what I'm saying? And it's a lot of, you know, with crackheads, it come a whole bunch of drama and back and forth of foolishness. And that's all it was with my dad. You know what I'm saying? But I, as as just, I'm, I just look past that. I loved him for who he who he is in my life and who he who he made me I'm I am who I am because of him so I could never hate him or have any kind of hatred in my heart I want to understand and I do understand and that's why I I deal with it you know what I'm saying I don't have no kind of resentment toward my father about the decisions him and my mama made and I suggest that you do the same the same ghetto pass that you always give to your mama give that to your daddy because it's two sides to every story it's not just always about what daddy did daddy had a reason why he was moving the way he was moving mama got a reason why she was moving the way she was moving and whether we approved of it or not we can't change who our parents are but we can at least have enough respect to them for them not to Number one, have enough respect for them. Number one, not to adapt and to um, mimic their behaviors. We have to remember that we got to rise above what our parents were because our parents were raised in the Willie Lynch chicken McNugget sauce. So it's really going to be difficult for, you know, our parents to dig themselves out of that mentality because it's who they was based in. You know what I'm saying? So you just have to learn how just... And I'm not talking to you women who can't let nothing go. I'm talking to the women who just want to understand how you can gain a, a better respect for your husband. It starts in the family. Because those same bad relationships that you might have had in your family with, with all kind of abuse and different things and different things, we like to think that we don't carry stuff like that over into our adult life, but we really do. We take all that hurt and that pain 
all that distrust and everything that we got for everybody, we we carry that on from relationship to relationship, relationship, and we choose the same type of men, and we go through this, and we that, and that's why we keep getting the same results, because we keep playing ourselves the same way unknowingly. So, you have to be able, you gotta let go of whatever resentment and and hard heartedness you have for your parents. Because they didn't mean to do the BS that they did. Had they known better, or somebody might have gave them some help and some love, they might have done better. But you can't change who they are. And don't let your hatred or your feelings toward them, whether it's love, respect, or whatever, dictate the person that you are. Your mama might have had some good points and she might have had some bad points. Any of the good points that you could feel, that you feel like you could utilize to up you a little bit and become better, then I recommend that you do that. But if it was something that didn't work for her, I suggest that you don't do that as well. If, if it was something that she was, if your mama had a big mouth and, you, and her boyfriend used to beat her up all the time, I'm telling you to watch your mouth and don't talk to your man all that kind of way because it ain't going to do nothing to get you in trouble. You should never be, do not implicate the habits and the skills and the things that you saw your mama do. That's your first, that's your first downfall right there because they taught us to be wicked. And I love my mom. I'm not trying to disrespect nobody, mother, none of that. But they taught us to be wicked. If they didn't teach us no skills, they taught us how to be wicked and how to be rebellious and how to not appreciate no man. Now, anybody who has, well, like I said, I was born in 77. So when I watched how they did our black men, I love my daddy. My daddy used to be a heavy equipment operator for the city of Savannah, Georgia. He was like that for 15 years, right? Man, when crack hit, he just declined. The whole, everybody declined. Everybody started losing jobs, factories and different things started closing, but my dad got skills, so he always could eat. He he, he one of them crackheads that kept money because he, he had a skill. He knew how to drive heavy equipment machinery. You know what I'm saying? And he just, he, he let my brother down because of his lack of him doing everything that he needed to do he forgot about my sister so she suffers from a no daddy syndrome to a certain extent my brother he suffers from a no father syndrome to a certain extent I was the only one old enough at the time to understand actually what was going on I didn't know how to fix anything but I definitely understood what was wrong and what I needed to duck and dodge to get myself on through you know what I'm saying and I have no hatred in my heart like the last thing that you going the last thing you do in this world is is carry hatred from from place to place to place all you're doing is shutting you you shortening your own days so i highly recommend that you don't do that and we'll be right back after these messages hey everybody and welcome back and i know some of y'all gonna say well, Miss Nicole, I ain't had no daddy in my life. And I understand if you didn't have a daddy in your life, right? And 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 I, I understand that that's a painful thing, that your father walked away. He might not have been around. I know that's a painful thing to you. But the one thing that you should take from that experience is that you should never allow yourself to become impregnated by a man that is not in a relationship with you, that has not decided to be with you and you and him are not together like that you should be actively participating in not having sex period you should not be engaging in having sex 
with anybody that's not interested in putting a ring on your finger first or willing to get to that point where they're willing to put a ring on your finger you know at least conversating about that because for you to not have a father to grow up without a father and then for you to go through all the pain hurt and agony and watching your mom struggle and everything you should not want that for your child you should end that cycle with you you should not allow that to occur in no way shape or form you should be very mindful about who you about to lay with who you giving your vagina to and do they have protection that is like mandatory you should not be having sex if you're not uh if you're not married and you're not with a guy who wants to like be in a relationship with you these days it's just too risky it's just too risky you know so now at this point at this point, you say, "Okay, Miss Pearl, I ain't had no no uh, no uh, father," and I do. And like I say, I know that is a very hard thing not to have a father in your life, because when mine left, I was totally devastated. When my dad left, I was a teenager. I didn't know whether I was scratching my watch or winding my butt. I didn't know what to do. And you know, you wind your watch and scratch your butt just for y'all who might be a little slow. But I was very devastated about that, and I noticed the decline in my family. When my dad left, it was like the first, uh, that was the first year that we never got nothing for Christmas. And you know, black folks always make something happen for their kids at Christmas. And we didn't get absolutely nothing. It was totally devastating to me. And at that time, I realized, one, my mama was a bum. (laughs) Number two, ain't no damn such thing as Santa Claus. And number three, reality. My daddy gone. You know, so I... I, I I didn't allow myself to get bitter about it. I was, I did have animosity about the whole situation because I wanted my daddy to be home and him and my mom just wasn't getting along and the crack was just, he was just stealing from the family, just being wretched, you know what I'm saying? So it was important that my mom make a decision, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes we as women, we have to make decisions that's the best for the family, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to never tell no woman, stay with a man that's beating on you. I wouldn't do it. I can't tell you to do that. Abuse is just something that I just can't tolerate. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got their breaking point when they come to things. And abuse is just one of mine. Now, but if you running all up in a dude's face, popping and clapping your hands, and you screaming at him and talking to him like a little boy, and if he bop you, hey, that's on you, and you deserve that. I'm sorry. Yeah, you deserve it. So I advise you to adjust your behavior when it comes to dealing with your man. And, and that abuse thing, because a lot of us, we like to be beat. We learn that from our parents. We learn that from our mama. Our mama taught us the, the what we like to call the fucking fight game. Well, before we fuck, I want you to beat me up real good, and then I'm going to be all right for a few days. Usually, <laughs> women, usually women on the fucking fight game, they always, they drink a lot. They drink a lot, so that, that alcohol give them that liquid courage, and they just become a bunch of wretched fools. And I do suggest, ladies, if you have a drinking problem, that you do learn to put that bottle down, because women do not need to drink excessively. A woman giving too much drink is, is a recipe for disaster. So the main thing that you would want to do is maybe sip from time to time, but you definitely want to keep that alcohol in check, because there's nothing more sad and pathetic than a drunken woman sad and pathetic <laughs> and if you don't want to be sad and pathetic don't be the type to be a drunkard it's not appealing men don't like it it's very unsexy ain't nothing you can do to come back from being whatever you're gonna be labeled as 
with you doing all those millions of little things. You know what I'm saying? So just take my word of advice. Be a sipper. Don't be a guzzler, you know? But back to loving on your man. So you got to get to know him, period. You got to get to know your man. You got to talk to him. You got to understand where he come from, where he been, and where he trying to go. That's, 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 I'm telling you, once you have an understanding once you have an understanding of who you're dealing with, when he even when he lie to you, because he gonna lie to you from time to time, because that's just what they do. They, 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 he gonna lie to you from time to time. But when he lie to you, you're gonna be like, oh, okay. I don't know why he said that, but I know that ain't the truth. I know this dude been this place, so he did that. He just don't want me to know. Okay, and let it go. You know what I'm saying? Don't nobody want to be arguing all the time. We got too much things coming up against us for us to be arguing back and forth amongst each other we supposed to have love and respect for our men and if you love and respect your man the last thing you want him to do is not be happy to see you and if you fussing and complaining every day and every time he walk in the door you got some negative shit to talk about every time he see you you just negative 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 guess what you gonna become the person he don't like and you can do that real easy don't disrespect your man don't disrespect him I'm in I've been disrespected beat down disrespected abused demoralized you know but we don't even understand stuff like that because if we had to go through that we wouldn't make it if we had to go through all the things that our black men have to go through we wouldn't make it as women and and most of our problems stem from us just wanting to be whores and harlots because we don't even have to go through the stuff we go through. We just choose to because we like we want to be like men do. We want to do what the fellas do. Hang out and be out all the time of night. Running and why you think these people getting all this money for child care? We shouldn't have to have child care. What the hell are you doing? You the one who has the child, so you should be the one at home providing the care. But we don't never even think about it like that. Why should you have to work? When you got this man child, you got to work because you got this man child, but you done ran him off so he don't even want to take care of his child no more because you done got so wild and so ratchet. And, that, and, and, and you don't even think about it. If you really love your baby, there's nothing better you could give your baby than his father. Nothing. And when you understand that, that man will love you to death because what man don't want a woman to facilitate even if he don't have kids? with you he got kids with somebody else why would you not support him seeing his kids and being in this kid's life and loving on them if you got one of those dudes that don't take care of their kids guess what he gonna do to you when he gets you when he gets you pregnant he gonna do you the same damn way but you gotta show these men something different in order than in order for them to grow up too a lot of our men are childish because we not holding them accountable because we can't hold ourselves accountable because we fucked up I can't hold my husband accountable for nothing if I'm all out here being a Jezebel. I can't hold him accountable for wearing, not wearing his fringes if I'm not wearing them. I can't hold him accountable for having a lock on his phone if it's a phone lock on mine. <laughs> you can't hold your man accountable for nothing. Because you file. And that ties your hands. But that's what, and that's where all the resentment and all the animosity and girl, I'm going, going to do me kind of shit come from. Because you already doing you. You don't tell him where you go. You don't love him. You don't ask him, well, can I do this here? 
you feel like it's a problem, to ask him first. That's respect. My husband, if he he get, if he made more money than me, or I made more money than him, whenever he wants something or whatever he need me to do, I do it. Matter of fact, if I if whoever make the most money, whoever make the less money, we I'm tricking on the house. If I make less money than he do, I'm tricking on the house, and I only take care of my house. I'm not giving nobody nothing, cause I ain't got it. <laughs> you know. And if my, but if my husband tell me, you know, don't spend that because I need you to do X, Y, Z, guess what? I'm not going to spend nothing. I'm going to do X, Y, Z. That's how I get down. That's how you should get down. That would make the business and the house flow more, flow more better. Your husband account, he know how much money he, you make. And if he don't, you should tell him. You should tell him. Tell him how much money you make. So he can plan the money accordingly. Well, if you got this amount and the cable bill is this amount, then I'll pay this and you can pay that and we both will have some money left over. Why not say something like that? Are we so fucking selfish that we got to have our men broke every week too? Is it really that serious? Are we really that hateful that (laughs) we don't want our man to have a new pair of Jordans? Whatever the hell he choose to do with his extra money, he might choose to take and buy the kids some clothes or some shoes or something because he tired of looking at them look bummy because you're not managing the money right because you ain't buying nobody nothing. <laughs> I mean, it's just it, it, it makes sense, especially when you have kids. It ain't even no more about just your money and my money. Man, we got the whole house we got to take care of. We got to make sure everybody got got what they need. We got to make sure all, everybody running like they supposed to run. Everybody got a book bag when it's time to go back to school. What is we doing? And you cannot do that. Talking about not letting your left hand know what your goddamn right hand is doing. What the hell does that have to do with anything? I know you don't expect no man just to take care of kids that you, you push those kids out your behind too. So do you not feel like you should be responsible for the well-being of the kids and what they need as well? I I mean, come on. Your man wants somebody who's going to be cooperative and who give a damn about him having something too. Why it always got to be them? Why we can't share? (laughs) Think about him. Your husband's shoes look dirty. He might need a new pair, a a, a new fresh pair. And what's wrong with getting them from? You got to find creative ways to show this man, you know, I love you. I love you. Let me show you how much I love you. I want to make sure that you good with my actions. So I'm not going to bring no stress to your dough. I'm not going to be going through your phone. I'm not going to be giving you no grief. Because you got enough shit to worry about in this day-to-day life. You trying to make sure me and the kids got something. So why would I come bring you problems? And we'll be right back after this message. Hey, and welcome back. And I know that's kind of radical. You like, girl, you is tripping. I'm not about to do nothing. But guess what? The least, the less you put in, the less you're going to get out. That's just all it is. You know, it is up to us to big our men up, 
it's up to us to make our men feel like they are six feet tall when they just damn five nine. It's up to us. If you don't toot your man's horn, then who's going to do it for you? Not a goddamn soul. Nobody. Why not make him feel good about himself? Don't you want to feel good about yourself? If your man feel good, feels good about, about himself, he's going to make you feel good about yourself. And if he doesn't, you should feel good about your damn self anyway. Because it takes a strong-minded woman to be able to see and encourage and build her own man up. Yeah. In a loving way. Not a bossy, but you need to do this. And stomping your feet and rolling your neck. Nah, in a loving way. That doesn't break his spirit. That's encouraging. You know? That's encouraging. That's, that's, that's why you don't even understand. That's why they holler about we so powerful. But we use all our power for wickedness. We don't even use our power with the thought process that, yes, we can control this nation if we get our acts in order. Because the, the sooner we get in order, then we could demand our men to get in order. And we could start holding them accountable. If we start covering up, if we start covering up and stop being whores for them, and letting ourselves whore each other out, and we live by some code as a woman, we can stop being available access and suckers to these men so they can't take advantage of us no more. But we don't even think like that because we too busy living our best life. <laughs> we are too busy living our best life at the, at the repercussions of our children and our happiness. Because I told you, you sitting up here running around. I don't know what the hell y'all doing these days. <laughs> a lot of you women just have me, are just so perplexed and complicated to me. You know, <laughs> you're too glamorous and too fabulous for my, for my old-fashioned ass, you know. Right now, all I know how to do is just pick some, make a garden, pick some peppers, you know. <laughs> That's all I know how to do these days. I just try to stay away from you, lunk, you lunk, you lunk young ladies you know because a lot of y'all you can't say nothing to you you know what I'm saying so that's why and that's why I do my podcast too because I get occasional you know crazy emails but most of my emails are, are are sent from love you know what I'm saying and even if there is crazy like the truth is the truth what have I said that is negative or that you don't know is the truth what have I said have anything I said has been a lie I don't think so I don't think so Cause I'm not speaking out of like just falsehoods. Like I'm not a woman here in America. I'm a woman here in America too. I see the shit for what it is. So if I can see it, if I see it for what it is, certainly the rest of y'all see what it is. It's not like every, and, and unfortunately these men are right. Nobody is racing to marry the black woman. We are the most uh, copied, <laughs> copied and, sex, and sexualized person on earth. But nobody is stepping up to the plate saying, hey, I want to marry you. Nobody. We dying by ourselves. Our mama by ourselves. We got to move to Africa with our mamas and aunties and shit. Because don't no man want to deal with us. Because we, we done turn our own men against us to the point that they even really, they're willing to go against us and be with the oppressor. You know? Like, that's a better option or something. 
You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing more sweet and juicier than this here. You just don't even know. I'm sorry. Sorry, uh, other nations of men. Y'all don't even know how wonderful this is right here. These black women is something special. But we just destroyed. And a lot of you women don't like what I say. And I know. I already know. I know you don't like what I say. But this, but these grown women, they understand what, I'm, what my point is. They understand exactly where I'm going. And if you just not mature enough to handle what life really has done to us, then you are going to fall by the wayside because life is going on and times are changing. Our men are trying to rise up. And if you continue to be part of the problem and not the solution, you're going to be alone. You're going to be alone. It's a man. It's a man on TV right now talking about you women as you speak. Kevin Samuels. He has totally done flip these men's minds upside down. And telling on y'all, <laughs> they like nah. He is telling them, you know, and and it and even if the guys ain't a high value man, they like well damn that. I ain't no high value man, but I value myself, and these heifers ain't valuing me. You know, <laughs> these men are these men are really tired of the shit. You know, and it's up to us to change the narrative. It's up to us to change the narrative. Just like we can change the narrative and stop dancing on TikTok, giving all our jewels away for free. <laughs> we can stop uh, being everyone's whore. We can stop allowing ourselves to be sexualized everywhere by learning to learning some modesty. <laughs> we got to learn some modesty. We don't even know how to, we don't even know what modesty is. You know, that's why a lot of times when we go over to the Afri the continent of Africa, we still have problems because those women are not like us. Those women are not like us. They're very modest in their dress because that's their culture. America has taught us to be whores, but we want respect. Respect. Whores don't get respect. <laughs> they just don't. Whores don't get respect. Nowhere on earth except for among other whores you know and our men want something that they can be proud of that's what they said that's what they saying right now our men are saying that they're tired of the beatniks these beatnik females running up on them like they owe us something and we around here barely doing anything overweight and fucked up basically what they say you know I'm just short phrasing it but basically they say we are overweight and fucked up <laughs> which to a certain extent I agree I am overweight so therefore I'm fucked up too you know what I'm saying according to Kevin Samuel's standard you know he wants you to be super small but it is what it is you know to each his own because every man don't like that but our attitudes still don't have to be bad we can be more loving and appreciative toward our husbands, our boyfriends, our sons, our, each other, you know, each other. Black women, they so bad, they have an attitude with you because you're telling the truth. Like, who are you to tell the truth? You can't steal my happiness and my joy. I'm like, whoa, I didn't even know I was doing that. <laughs> I didn't know I was capable of doing that, but you know. That's how it goes sometimes. We hate to hear the truth because a black woman feel like she can't be corrected. But you absolutely can be corrected. You need to be corrected. And you should want to be corrected. Because you have gone uncorrected for so long till you have gotten yourself out in the middle of nowhere and can't nobody save us but us. 
<laughs> can't nobody save us but us. We are at the point of no return and can't nobody save us but us. It's going to take a grown black woman to tell another grown black woman and for that other grown black woman to accept what she's saying and honor what she's saying and respect it and change her ways. That's all that you can do. I can tell you. But a lot of y'all, I'm going to say it whether you're going to hear it or not. But some of y'all just ain't going to hear it. And I understand, you know, because everybody, it take time. But time running out. Time is running out, y'all. We don't have a lot of time. And unfortunately, if you don't know by now, if you don't know by now, you ain't going to never know, you know? And our men, they need women to support them. A lot of these men ready to make some changes and some, some strides, you know, get their life in order. But they can't do that because they got booger bats tripping and making their life difficult. You know what I'm saying? And don't be that, don't be that booger bat to drive your man off. You know, why would you want a man, why would you even try to, why would a man even want to be with you if you ain't even willing to sacrifice a little something to make him happy? You know? Make him happy. Well, what is he going to be doing for me? Well, he going to be giving you some of that, uh, that good protection. He going to be a friend. He going to look out for you. The same thing that you, he might not be able to provide all the, he might not be able to provide all the financial things that you want, but shit, y'all can do that together, you know? But he going to love you. He going to make sure don't nobody hurt you or take advantage of you or any of that. You know what I'm saying? And stuff like that, having a, a real person on your team like that is, is priceless. You know? He gonna provide security for you. Security. Security. Because women, we need security. So your man is gonna give you some security. But one thing that one thing about that security, now you gotta have common sense to not put your man in a position where you gotta pull that security out. And the way that you do that is take your ass home and don't be in these streets with these fool-ass people out here. If you love your husband, you wouldn't put him in no kind of position where he would have to uh, give his life for anything that you caused. That's what you don't want to do. So a righteous woman, she going to chill and fall back, you know? and make moves like her husband tell her to because he got a better sense of understanding of what's going on than she do because he done been around the block and she might be a little slower than he is period you know and if she is faster than he is sometimes it's better to keep your damn mouth shut and don't tell him that because that'll definitely lose you some respect points if he find out you've been running 90 miles backwards through the damn cotton the cornfield you know so you're going to definitely want to chill that shit the hell out. Please don't, you know, expose yourself <laughs> for being some wild woman and then expect your husband to, like, overlook all that stuff you done said and then, like, he going to look at you as some holographic angel because he not. 
And he gonna let you know that. <laughs> so just be on point, you know. So just give me one moment and we'll be right back after this message. Hey everybody and welcome back. And I know some of y'all are like, well, when is she gonna start talking about what they gonna give us? I don't know what they're going to give us. <laughs> I don't know what he's going to give you in return. I don't know. I don't know what he's going to do. I don't know if he's going to be appreciative of the changes that you make. I don't know if he's going to notice the changes that you make. I can't guarantee you good success. But what I can do is tell you that if you start with how you feel, how you think, and what you do, Things will, everything else will fall in line. Because once you take your feelings out of what you're just supposed to do, what you're supposed to do, what you're supposed to do, take your feelings out of what you're supposed to do, this won't, a relationship won't even be like work. You know? Somebody has to lead the family. Somebody has to lead the family. And, and you can't do it. Somebody has to lead the family and you can't do it. Thus said the Lord. And most of us that try fail miserably and die alone and really don't even have good success. You know, yeah, mama taught you how to balance your checkbook and how to work nine to five. But she also made you selfish because you don't give a damn about nothing but getting that dollar just like she did you. And she got you all jacked up emotionally, mentally, physically. She got you all jacked up. But you like, my mother went hard and strong and this and that there. But never mind how she used to cuss you out all the time. So even those workaholic mamas that got us through and helped me go to college, they still wasn't the greatest mothers in the world. Period. They still wasn't the greatest mothers in the world. Because the bottom line is the woman is supposed to have, do you, can you imagine the kind of child that I would have if I had a child and I'm sitting there talking to them the way that I talk to you ladies and gentlemen on a daily basis? I'm always critiquing and encouraging and, and expressing and, and encouraging and, and trying to find what you're interested in and what you want to be, just motivating you to be your greatest. I, every morning you wake up, I'm like, hey, beautiful hey handsome how are you what can I do for you today what you want to eat what are we going to do you know I'm giving you my 100% attention if I'm if I'm having a community if I'm communicating with somebody I'll stop talking to them and talk to you anytime you're my number one priority and you never doubt that right no job no this nothing is more important to you do you know how important it is for your child to just feel like that just maybe once in a while have you ever felt like that before? Like you're someone's number one priority? Like they love you more than anything and they show you that? Man, do you know what that does to a person's ego? <laughs> that make them feel like they could take offline. Then the kids want to talk and they want to express themselves and they want to know things and they want to do things and, and they're happy, you know? And for you to be a part of that and to facilitate that and to initiate that, mama, that is what you are supposed to do. That's what you're supposed to do. That's why I ain't no trades or nothing. Kids don't care nothing about trades because women don't care about trades. 
ain't we ain't encouraging our sons to learn how to fix cars because we don't give a damn about car fixing and stuff like that. That's why they got boys that know how to sew in wigs and put in weaves and stuff better than females because they're into that stuff now. Some of them, not all of them, some of them. Some of them are into that stuff, you know, and it's because we not on point. We are, we have stepped out of the feminine role of raising the children and being there and loving them to the mass, to a masculine role and have forgotten our position, which is to be there for the children, to encourage the children, to raise the children, you know, to make sure the children can read and write, to make sure that the kids is not getting played by the racist teacher at the school. We supposed to be handling that because if we was talking to our kids every day, our kids would have been told us, you know, Miss So-and-so said this about me today. She said, made this comment about black people. And we would have been up there to check Miss So-and-so about that racist comment she made to our son or daughter. But the bottom line is, but because we don't give a damn about the kids no more, these teachers done got beside themselves making all kind of statements to our children that's been unchecked. That's been unchecked and uncorrected. And that's something and that is simply, simply, simply unacceptable, ladies. I had I had a I my stepdaughter had a racist teacher. My stepdaughter used to come to the house. She, me and her, we sit down after school every day. I pick her up and we talk about this lady. I, and she'd tell me all oh, year, making little comments. Oh, well, we can't help it because your parents give you everything. Or we can't, and I told her. Oh, well, everyone's not rich like you and your family. I have to shop on the clearance rack. I'm like, why is that even, why are you putting that burden on my daughter? Because you have to shop at the clearance rack and we don't. You know, why are you upset? Because my daughter has an iPhone 5 or 7 or whatever it was at the time. And everybody couldn't, well, why is that her burden to feel sorry about everybody else? So I'm telling you, these teachers are wicked. They are every bit of wicked. And they saying all kind of little stuff to your kids. They doing all kind of little negative things to your kids. And if you don't know about it, they are getting away with murder. Ask your children, have they had a Karen as a teacher that said all kind of inappropriate things to them? Or ask them, what's the most craziest things one of your teachers done said to you? They, them, them teachers done got away with murder because we as parents are asleep and we don't care. <laughs> we don't care. And and ladies, y'all know that is our responsibility. We, it is supposed to be our pleasure to go and check Becky when she out of line at that school talking to our kids all kind of way. We ain't pulled the habit. But we having it because we too busy down worrying about what our man doing because we ain't got no man. We done, We got a boy. And we done ran our kids, daddy, y'all. So now we stuck stressing all the time about where our next piece of the cock gonna come from or whatever the hell we stressing about. But we ain't worrying about the kids. But we, but we is out to the clubs, though. You know what I'm saying? We just fucked up. <laughs> we fucked up, <laughs> you know? And all along, and the people who suffer in the end is our kids. The same kids that couldn't get nothing to eat robbing us now. The same kids that wasn't able to do whatever the hell they wanted to do. You know, out here terrorizing everybody locked up. That's our kids. And we have us to thank for dropping the ball. 
you know it ain't nobody else fault but it's not too late because we can still we can stop this foolishness right now we can turn our heels and we can get back on point and remember what's important and what's the correct order every family starts with a man a female a male a female and then children that is the order you cannot change it if you have children they need a father and you need a husband <laughs> and you need to watch your mouth to keep the commandments get in order and be and allow yourself to be in subjection allow yourself the easiest damn thing you could do is sit there and argue and be defiant but the most blessed thing that you could do is surrender your spirit to loving and allowing yourself to be loved by a man and it ain't gonna be like on tv because <laughs> tv is stupid it's not gonna be like on tv because man <laughs> a man has they got ways about him you know they got ways about them. They like things done a certain way. Remember, they all, they done been mentally, verbally, and sometimes physically abused by their mama. So they going to give you problems. But you as a woman, being the stronger vessel, mentally and emotionally, we supposed to be the stronger vessels. But uh, we forgot that. But being the stronger vessel, you have to be able to recognize that and understand when you have a damaged soul that deserves love. My husband was a damaged soul that deserved love. He'd been through a lot and he's still going through a lot. And I love him because I'm supposed to, because he deserves me. He deserves a woman like me to love a man like him. Because I understand him. I want to be there for him. I want to see him win. And if it's anything I could do to help him win, I'm going to do that. And when you find somebody or when God puts somebody in your life, that that is how you should feel about them. Because we're not connecting with people just by accident. We're connecting with people because it's been preordained for us to connect with people. And so people let you find in your day-to-day life, you take them for granted, but they're there for a reason. And if we all learn to just stop meaning each other, just start meaning each other just well. I just, I want to see you win and help me win. If it's a way that I can help you win, I will do that. If it's, if you need me to give you a shout out on my, on my radio, on my podcast about some products or anything, I don't need nothing in return. I'll just do it. (laughs) If I can help you any kind of way, because I want to see you win without any strings attached without adding my two cents into what you got going on I want to see you win and you have to mean that that has to start at the house you have to want to see the kids win you have to want to see your husband win you got to want to see yourself win you got to encourage yourself and ain't ain't none of that got to do with your feelings because that's something that just supposed to happen just daily none of that got nothing to do with your feelings it ain't conditional it's not based on how somebody treats you ain't none of that that is just what it is and that is what you should just be offering just because that's your family and you want to see your family win period now if you want to talk grown we can talk grown but I know that you might have to listen to this a couple of times really to get a feeling and an understanding of what I'm saying because it's a lot required of you as a woman and it ain't a whole lot of reward behind it 
And I know you don't want to hear that because you just feel like, well, the world has told me I'm super special and I deserve to be revered. Well, God don't feel that way. Sorry about that, y'all. You know, I live in a redneck nation and everybody believe in dual exhaust. But um, God don't feel that way. America told you that because America wants the women to be out of order, wild, and uncontrolled. But if you care about what God says, God says that the woman is supposed to be in order. The woman is supposed to be in order. We don't run nothing. We're supposed to assist the running. <laughs> we, we, we jog behind our husbands with the juice and a rag to keep his hair white because he the one run. We just jog behind him and support him. And it's nothing wrong with that because we still got our babies to worry about. <laughs> I don't know why people think that once the kids turn 15, 16, and 17, oh, you grown. You can do whatever you want to do. No, you cannot. You still need growing. You still need guidance. You still need love. You still need attention. You still need directions. You still need to be told how to bathe, how to wash, because you ain't perfected any of that shit yet. You are not grown. You was always growing. You are always growing. And yes, I will respect your progress as you grow but please allow my hand and guidance in your growth because you are not grown you understand when you're dealing with your kids you have to remember that yeah you done made a lot of mistakes with them but you have to remind them that you're not grown you still my baby I still have to make sure that you turn out all right and yes you are going to make mistakes Yes, you are going to make mistakes. Yes, you're going to have issues and all kind of damn stuff going on with you. But guess what? I'm down with you and I'm going to love you regardless. That's what you let your kids know. And when they're wrong, you check them. Don't let them talk stupid like like you don't know what time it is in society. Don't allow your daughter to be going out to the club at seven, coming home seven in the morning. Oh, she going and taking all these trips out of town by herself. Teach her to be conservative. Teach her to be at home and not a street runner. But the only way you're going to do that, now you can't be no street runner too, not because a lot of us done set them, done burn through three, four cars because they can't stay home, <laughs> you know. But um, I don't recommend that you do that. But I do want to say that I know I loaded your head up like I always do. But I've given you something to think about. Please listen to my message again. Listen to my other videos. I have a lot of videos on YouTube to assist you with some more different ideas and strategies. Things that I didn't cover right now. Um, If you would like, you can always email me. Queenfromcreation at gmail.com I know my thoughts are not your thoughts. I know your ways are not my ways. I know that it's hard for you to understand where I'm coming from. And maybe it's not. But we got to start somewhere. So I just want to say shalom. And sorry about all the background noise. I'm outside in the yard and dogs and trains and everything. (laughs) Shalom.